Hello, hola, and bonjour. Welcome to the Dream Podcast. This is your host, Ishel. Thank you for picking this episode. I'm sure it will have a message for you no matter when you are listening. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey into this dream space. There we go. Thank you guys for being here. I'm sure other people will join here in a bit. Uh, first of all, I want to explain the the format, the new format of, of the podcast. Maybe some of you have heard the first episode of season two already, which was last week. Uh, so I'm going to you know, make it a little bit more structured this time. Uh, first of all, we're going to begin by taking a few breaths to just center ourselves you know, like in meditation. So we're going to do that. And these are six pointed breaths. Okay. So you're going to imagine as if there was a lotus flower. Okay. And it has six petals and there's two that going like up and down. That's two. And then you've got one on the right, one going out on the side. There's another two petals and you've got the other two are from the front and the back. So you're going to imagine that you're breathing in and you focus on a center point. It could be your pineal gland, it could be your heart space, your azurae, which is in the thymus gland, maybe solar plexus, the root chakra, whatever you want to focus on. And you're going to breathe in that, um, all the air that you're breathing, you're going to breathe it into the center of the lotus flower. Okay? So, I mean, you know, this is really cool about this app is that you can show people how to do this kind of stuff. So let's do this together real quick. We're going to do, we're going to do six uh, of these breaths. Okay, so here we go. You can close your eyes if you want as well. Ready? One. Petals close. Petals expand. Again. Here we go again. We said we were going to do six. Let's do six. <laughs> and you can do as many as you want. I like uh, I like doing three or six, you know, to get started. Welcome, Mick. How are you today? So we were just doing a few breaths uh, to, you know, relax, be centered, uh, kind of set the mood and, you know. So we're going to be talking about uh, a specific dream I had this week because I thought it was really interesting. That's what I want to start out with because, um, yeah, so lately around here, um, just also to talk a little bit about uh, the the atmosphere, it's been it's been really quiet and, and nice. Like it's a, I feel like a lot of things have changed, like in my immediate surroundings, things are definitely less chaotic and uh you know regardless of what's going on in the world around you you can always have it so that your immediate reality is 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 peaceful and it's uh, this learning of how to be in the eye of the storm really so i have i felt like i've sort of i'm gonna say sort of because there are moments where, where i feel you know everything's a little chaotic but for the most part i i do feel like i, I can be in the eye of the storm and um, and it, it's all through meditation, right? Really f learning how to find that peace within yourself. 
within your, your zero point or your Azure or, you know, there's many different names for, for what you could call the center point. And I like to focus on this area in my chest, right? It, it could be the heart space as well. Uh, I like to focus on the entire area and just breathe in like for the breath we just did, I normally focus it there or you can also even do with your whole body, like really. So yeah, and uh, I've been practicing a few techniques. Uh, I've, been, I've been doing some observations. So I am being like, um, really applying the scientific method with what I'm doing here. And I am hoping to have something uh, to share uh, in the next um, few weeks or so. We'll see how it evolves, but I, I do want to have like I was saying um, in my live earlier, if you guys want to check it out on Instagram, is that I want something structured, you know, that I can uh, eventually offer as a course or something that, that could be useful for people to help them retrieve valuable information through their dreams. Because I've always said this, um, since I can remember, is that uh, dreams are just so valuable in terms of information and um, for healing, you know, for um, improving our relationships with other people, for solving problems even. And so this is leading into what the dream I wanted to share today, because in one of these days, I was, um, I was trying to figure out how to structure this, uh, this podcast and how to name the next episode. And I was like, I was feeling kind of stuck, you know, so Sometimes when you feel like this, it, it's nice to ask a question right before you go to bed and you will usually get the answer uh, right, um, right after either your med meditation or during a, the dream or uh, the next day you will get the answer as well. And it's, uh, it's, for me, this is the way it's been, it's been out picturing. So it's really cool. And so what I did was I did this, these techniques um, that I'm still, like I said, testing. And and that night, I dreamt that I was in a house with um, with my psychology professor. Like, she was living in that house. And um, and then she was also with her husband. And so I didn't, I, I was like, well, why am I in their house recording this? But I was like, well, I guess this is where... I'm going to be doing this, right? But there was a reason for that. It's it's interesting because of the psychology aspect and what would they represent to me, you know, these people. I really appreciate them and I feel like they have lots of valuable information. And I've been working on finding this balance between spirituality and science, which I find is, is a little difficult to find, you know, um, in material that we have out there. So uh, the fact that they were there was like... Um, for me, it's like the, that balance was being outpictured in that dream, that balance that I was really looking for in, in this uh, in this podcast. Uh, and so, yeah, and at some point, one of them, the her husband was actually falling or something. And I was like, oh, don't fall. Like I was trying to hold his hand. So that to me was like, oh, I'm still holding some, uh, I guess I still feel like there's an imbalance somewhere and, um, and I'm trying to figure out like how to, to fix that or something. So I was like, oh yeah, that's probably why that happened. But then also what happened was that I was recording this. So just like I am now and, but I, around me, there was like music playing and there was another person in the room making noise. And I was like, ah, oh, and I kept moving around trying to find a good spot and I couldn't find one and it was so chaotic. And then I had like five, no, like 51 people in the room 
and I was like, this is overwhelming. But at the same time, I'm, I'm like, okay, guys, bear with me. I'm trying to find a, a spot. And finally, I, I found a spot to, to, to record it. Um, but I was like, yeah, this is, this is going crazy. Uh, and then it didn't even have a title. And I'm like, oh, I have to, I was like scrambling around trying to put a title. And that's exactly what I was like feeling before I went to bed. And the title that came through was very simple. It was just dream interpretation. So I'm like, okay, so I guess there's not really a specific title for every single time, you know, there's not going to be uh, the same theme every single time. But but uh, I did feel like there was um, there was going to be this main thing that I was always going to be offering to people with this podcast. Hi, Truthful. How are you? Thanks for jumping in. And so what happened in the dream was that I was offering this space for people to share their dreams and I could you know, give them, t give them tips on how to interpret them, even if it was short, because, you know, a dream interpretation session uh, normally can last a really long time. And it's a constant like uh, dialogue back and forth between people, uh, be between the therapist or the, the dream an analyst and the person in order to really um, get those uh, symbols and the, and the meanings and the associations that the, that the person will have with the words and everything. But, uh, but I found that um, I did an event uh, like a couple weeks ago. It was, it was actually, it worked out pretty well. Like just doing like many, like 10 minute interpretations uh, with people just to give them a few insights on what the dreams could mean and what messages they could get from it to think about it later on and maybe, you know, do further dream work um, afterwards. And this is something that we can all learn to do ourselves. We don't necessarily always need another person but it is nice to have another person to bounce back and forth you know with the ideas and and sometimes I was uh, saying this uh, yesterday to someone it's like yeah I feel like uh, I, I can easily interpret or, or tell uh, what the message for a person is in a dream but when it's about me I, I just I get blocked you know we get all all our filters and our wishes and desires get in the way so I'm like, it's always nice to have another person to kind of share that. And it, it gives you also more insights when you're saying it to another person. But then also the other person has a completely different perspective that you might be missing, you know, that you might not be able to see because of those, all those filters and stuff. So, so yeah. And um, I was like, yeah, that's something that I would definitely like to do. You know, the second half of the show. I'll dedicate it to um, sharing stories or dreams or visions, anything that has uh, anything else that's not um, related to this realm that we perceive as solid, basically anything that's very difficult to explain with our senses, like our main basic five senses, you know, because we have more senses. I don't know if you guys are aware, maybe a few of you are, but we have what is called um, higher dimensional senses. So for example, one of them uh, is telepathy and it has other names that are more like um, uh, more technical, I forget, but it involves telepathy or bilocation or you're, you know, having the ability for your consciousness to be um, at simultaneously in another spot and even the image of your physical body, you know, all these things that that um, we're supposed to be able to develop the more we activate our DNA. And dream state, also the experiences we have through dream state are um, way more enhanced when you start activating yourself and, and really doing that internal work in order to get the, these important messages that are, that are in those dreams. And, 
And like I said, it doesn't have to necessarily be a dream. It could also be a vision that you've got, right? So all of these stories, um, that's what I'm interested in, in sharing in this space is all these stories that, that are very difficult to explain, you know, with, with just our five senses. So yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be the, the next half of the show. I'll bring up some people. You can participate with video, without video. It doesn't matter. It, what matters here is, is uh, whatever you want to share. So, and hi, Wendy, welcome. So, yeah, and um, so I wanted to continue th uh, about this dream, right? So um, I was thinking that that was very pertinent, actually. I, I really did get an answer to, to what I was asking for. So, you know, people say, uh, ask and you, shall, and you shall receive, right? But there's also another thing. The universe will only give you the information that you're either ready to receive or that you're meant to receive in that moment. It will never tell you something or spoil the the surprise for you because the universe wants to surprise you the universe wants you to be happy there's so many things in store for you but it's not just gonna spill out all the information you know what's the point it's like uh it's like uh you know the spoiler in a movie um people tell you how the movie ends you're like oh what's the <laughs> you know and then you you might it might even also change uh the way that that your journey um out pictures so you're going to do things differently if you know everything beforehand you might start changing that timeline and not you know having things happen happen differently than i was originally planned let's say but you know we all have the possibility of, of rewriting uh, our future it's not uh in stone you know when you get a card reading or uh when somebody interprets a dream with you that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the way it has to be it's just you know all these things and messages are pointing you to something that you have to look at or uh something that might happen based on the energy the current energy right so yeah and um you know, I did say, I also did say that I wanted to do a, an energy reading of like the, you know, just the collective. And I was waiting for more people to hop on to do that. So that's cool that you guys are here. I usually wanted to do that at the very beginning, but I think I'm going to, now that I'm looking, I'm like, I'm going to wait for people to jump on before that. Um, but yeah, so um, what was I saying with this? Uh, yeah, so basically when you have you know, these dream interpretations, right? It's like I was saying, uh, you won't get things that you don't need to know. So we also have to be comfortable with not knowing sometimes. Uh, for example, um, yesterday I asked a very specific question. I wanted to to jump into a future timeline and see who this person, who's there. apparently there's a person who's supposed to come into my life in six months. And I've been getting that message here and there and from different people. And I'm like, you know what, show me this person, you know, and uh, of course, I did not see the person I, I was in this dream that had a more important message for me, uh, which was it was I was in a race. I don't know if Ray is here. Oh, my gosh, Ray just jumped in, guys. How? <laughs> that is such a huge synchronicity. I'm telling you, this life is like has been like a movie for me. Um, it's very magical. Like once you're like, you know, you start tapping into these um you get like these drops of information. And I, I don't know why I just decided to ask if Ray was here and he just jumped in. Because Ray, I wanted to say you were in a dream I had. I mean, at least uh, your, your presence because and a lot of you were in there. Like, I'm pretty sure I think Wendy was there, Truthful was there. Because um, I was hanging out with you guys yesterday and <laughs> in another show, uh, Bunny was there. He's not there right now, but he was there, uh, Dale. And I was like running this marathon 
Um, and towards the end, uh, before I got to the finish line, I had to grab a bike. So as if it was a triathlon, but it was not because I, the finish line was like right there. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll get on this bike. And then uh, I, I fell, I, like I got hurt somehow and I got like, like my bones broke or something. I was like completely uh, injured. And, but I still, I was still able to get through the finish line somehow and and the race and and then i figured out that i had run for even further than what i was supposed to like i had already passed the finish line and i had gone even further and i'm like yeah there's something there's something something to look at there in terms of how i'm doing things lately you know and dreams often communicate images um to us that we have to take either as metaphors or sometimes it can form, um, yeah, certain words like, what's this word, uh, rebus, rebus? You know, when you have images and they form a phrase, like for I love you, it would be letter I, a heart, and then a U or something like that, or an I, like, yeah, it would be the a, a picture of an I and then love with the heart and then a U. That's, you know, that's how dreams work a lot of times is like, you get these images that will uh, make up a phrase or something that doesn't necessarily mean what you, think it means literally in the dream. So you get to like learn how to read your messages and interpret them based on that language because uh, dreams do have a specific language and it's, it varies from one person to the next. So that's why dream interpretation is like I, I've been saying, it's like an art form. You can't just be like, oh, that's, that's what it is. For everyone, it's the same. Every sim symbol is going to have a different meaning and emotional charge for everyone. So yeah. So I wanted to oh, say hi to Kevin and James and Calvin as well. I already said hi to Ray. Uh, and so, yeah, and then what was I gonna say? So anyway, I ended up, you know, afterwards I was talking with you guys <laughs> and then, um, and then what happened? Yeah, it, it, it just ended like weirdly. I, I didn't really, I understand it very well right away, but then I was thinking about it when you sit down and you can meditate on it or just while you're laying in bed, you know, before you, you get up, you, you can like stay with your eyes closed for a little bit and really integrate those symbols. And I started getting these messages as to how I should maybe change a little bit the way I'm doing things lately, you know, in terms of how I'm spending my energy. So yeah, that was, you know, a very important message, more important than seeing this guy that's supposed to come into my life in six months, you know, <laughs> I was supposed to know this before, you know, anything else. So yeah, that, that's just to say, right, that um, you won't always get the answers you're expecting, or you might get them, but later on. And so here's the funny thing. What happened in the morning was that I got a message from a girl I know on Instagram and she does card reading, she's, she's psychic. And, and uh, she hadn't responded to a message I sent her like maybe five days ago or three days ago, it wasn't that long ago. But for me, it was like I had already forgotten about it because uh, in, a, in a part of the message I told her, I do feel like there's someone coming into my life soon or something. And, and she never confirmed it. And so I was like, oh, maybe not, you know. And this morning she wrote me, I feel like someone's coming into your life. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, that that's interesting. You know, I didn't get the person in the dream, but in my in this dreamscape, because it's all a mass dreamscape as well, the way this reality is created is literally the same way we create dreams. Just like you think you're participating in your dreams, you're also participating in the, in this reality as, a, as this is your hologram, basically. Everything that's stored within you 
is out pictured here. So, uh, I, you know, it's all interconnected. And in the morning, I get that message. So I was like, oh, that's really funny. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. And so um, that's those are the, I, I guess I shared two dreams. I wanted to share one, but I shared those two. Um, and uh, I want to hear now from you guys. Um, so uh, somebody come up and, and share something, please. Or if not, I, I'll invite someone up. I'll just I'll just pick someone this time because last time I was a little shy to pick you guys because I, I didn't know you and I was like I don't know if I'm gonna you know if I pull up someone and they're they're gonna say no. <laughs> Let's see. That was so funny. I was in that dream with you guys like and, and it was a marathon, right? I was like I thought about you. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out of all the stuff that I, that I usually do in dreams, I haven't been running in dreams uh, much. But, you know, we have those dreams where we're, like, running away from people. I've had a lot of those um, reads, not, not these past couple days. But, um, yeah, in the past, I've had a lot of those. <laughs> like, what are you running from, right? Like, there's something there within you that you're running from. That usually that's what it is. Do I have someone up here? Oh, hey, Ray. There you are. How are you? Hello. Good morning from California. Good morning, Grand Rising, as people like to say. You know what? Yeah, that's true. So a lot of people say Grand Rising, and I figured that it's maybe because when you say morning, it's not like you're mourning, you know, like something bad happened when you mourn, you know? So I think that's why people choose Grand Rising. But do you know about this? <laughs> I've never heard that before. Well, that is interesting. And I was like thinking, yeah, that's why people insist so much on not saying good morning. And they say grand rising always because I've, I've had even people say, no, I don't I don't I don't say that, you know, grand rising. I'm like, OK, that works. Uh, so grand rising. <laughs> anyway, um, so Ray, tell me tell me a little bit about yourself, first of all. Um, and yeah, introduce yourself real quick to people. What do you do? I know you do marathons, of course. Um, you have a show as well. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm a creator here on Fireside. I go by Coach Ray Z, and I have a show here Thursdays and Fridays. I, it's either with a guest or just a solo show, somehow fitness or sports related. Mm -hmm. uh, besides that, very active, run marathons, like to practice jujitsu, play basketball, pretty much everything. And then I like to help people along the way. That's why the coach. The, the coach part and then besides that stay busy with you know being a father and everything else life brings you and work so a little bit of everything right awesome and so i have a question for you so what are your dreams and it, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh you know dreams like in dream state but like um yeah what are your dreams for the future oh i have many different dreams like i'll give you for example like in uh, running, I want to run 100 marathons. I'm at 57 mm -hmm. right now. And mm -hmm. then I also want to run a marathon in each state. So uh, in jiu-jitsu, I want to get to a black belt. And that'll take many, many, many more years. And then I'd like to win a tournament at the Nike 3-on-3 tournament. So just for example, I have many different dreams, just in sports-related, personal, financial, you know, a personal growth, a little bit of everything. Wow. Yeah. It seems like you have a lot on your plate. And hi, David. Um, hi, Worm. It's, it's Worm. How how are you today? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I definitely feel like you're you're the kind of person who likes to keep busy. 
like you don't really like having you know just time where you're not doing anything right well there was a time i was super super lazy i would say i was really lazy so i think i'm trying to make up for lost time i realized hey we're only here for a certain amount of time got to make the most of it Hmm, I see what you mean. And what do you think about the concept of our, you know, our consciousness? Let's say, yeah, because our bodies definitely, you know, in this in the system that we're in, our bodies definitely are not eternal, but our consciousness is. And we can take it to many places. And when the places we visit in Dreamscape, for example, uh, is just an example of the things we can do with our consciousness. But what do you, what do you think about that, about the fact that your consciousness is eternal? That is a fascinating subject that, you know, I, I'm not sure if anyone really has an answer to, but I'm, I'm fascinated to learn different, you know, perspectives, philosophies, religions, mm -hmm. and, you know, besides all my physical activity, growing up, you know, being Mexican-American or Mexican-Catholic mm -hmm. was taught to me. You know, I went to private school. So religion was instilled in me. And then from there, my curiosity into, as you meet other people, you know, you realize, hey, they're not Mexican. Hey, you know, they're different colors, they're different nationalities, they're different ways of living. They Even with the, the food they eat, I, I, I was intrigued and I love that. You know, I love to travel and meet people and their cultures and their way of life and the way they think and their religious practices. Ah, yeah, that's that's great. That's really great. And do you have dreams too? Like, um, and not, not you know, you told us about your dreams, like in, in in this physical reality. How about dreamscape? Do you remember them? No, I I don't. I don't really remember. It's mm -hmm. it's rare that I do, and I I yeah. wish I do. Like, I'll, my mom will be like, "Oh, I had this dream," and she'll tell me about it, and I'm like, "Ah, I can't even remember." I'm like, you remember a lot? She's like, no, not really. I'm like, I don't remember not even what you're telling me. Like, <laughs> maybe I don't get into that that deep enough sleep enough. Well, you know, studies do say that uh, dreams often happen during REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement. That's the state where we're like in, in deep sleep, but not super deep. It's like between you're, you're still kind of conscious, like um, the, the brain waves. Uh, are still pretty active in the brain. You mean you you know like um it's not uh like the super deep sleep. So it is a like a sweet spot. Let's put it that way. But I've had even dreams where I'm not in that REM sleep. So that's why I I'm like well you know yeah scientifically speaking maybe that's when most people have dreams. But I do think that we have the possibility of visiting these other realities even when we're not in REM sleep and. And the, another thing that I wanted to say regarding not remembering them, because we all have them. We all dream, always. We always um, visit different places, but we, we tend to forget very easily or not remember them because uh, there's either, it could be different things. It could be because of maybe bad habits before you, before you go to bed, not having enough energy as well to remember them. And uh, smoking apparently also reduces the amount of dreams that people have or the ability to remember them. And um, what else is there? There's also, well, just the fact that sometimes we block our, our, our uh, dreams or from remembering our dreams because 
they carry a lot of information that sometimes is very difficult to look at because it it's the unconscious mind you're you're literally communicating with your unconscious mind when you're dreaming so that is why sometimes we don't remember them either because we find that that's an aspect of ourselves that's very fragmented or that is kind of scary so we unconsciously block the the dreams from from coming into our consciousness in the morning so that's interesting. That's something to think about, right? Like maybe what are the thought patterns that may be blocking you from remembering the dreams or what are the habits, you know, that you might want to change and eventually if you do want to remember them, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard of some of those uh, reasons for the blockage or, you know, lack of remembering or maybe not going into that complete REM sleep. Because I remember I, I read a book by... Carlos Castaneda. And I, I don't remember the whole title, but talked about as you're going to sleep, you look at your hands and then you look around. It's like an anchor. That yeah. way, like a lot of times in your dream, you're like, oh, you know, you're walking down a hallway, then you look out a window. Next thing you know, you, you went through that window, you're in a different world, and you wanted to stay in that hallway because someone was there you want to talk to, you know? So this was a way to anchor it. And I used to practice that technique as I was falling asleep. So going into my dream state, but since I don't dream, I don't, I stopped. Ah, man. Yeah. I mean that there's so many things that you can start trying maybe like, a if you, if you'd like, right. But because you can like eventually start remembering your dreams again, but this, this reminds me of, uh, yeah, this technique to, to do lucid dreaming where it's like a reality check, right. It's like you, it's like you said, you check your hand and then, um, what people normally do is ask themselves, am I dreaming? And right now I'll do that. Right. I'll do, like, am I dreaming? No. Okay. And you can set your alarm to do this several times in the day. And then you'll start getting into the habit of doing it in dreams as well. So you'll find yourself in the dream asking, am I dreaming? And one time I did that in a dream and I said, oh, no, I'm not dreaming. I thought I was, you know, it was just everyday life. And there's this voice that came in. It's like, check again. <laughs> and I looked and my hand had like little spirals, like my, like my, my fingerprints were like little spirals spinning. And I was like, oh, yeah, that looks different. And then I was able to jump back into another dream I was having right before that. So it was like a dream within a dream, you know, like an inception. <laughs> yeah. So that's so funny because there are several techniques that you can do before bed for sure. <laughs> for doing a lot of things to play in dream state. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks for sharing that because that, that's definitely powerful. <laughs> so it's definitely cool. Um, also, meditation before bed is, is nice to do right if you want to try that like a short five minute meditation even it's just it's enough to get you more in that, that relaxed state and and um connecting with your with your center point like we were talking about earlier i think before you got here uh is that center point of really where you can find peace you know uh when we started the the um, the podcast i was uh, telling people how to do these breaths that, that i practice it's called six pointed breath like a lotus flower and you focus on a center point and you're breathing in through six different uh, um, points, like up, down, left, right, front, back. And it's like a lotus flower. And you breathe in, it closes up, and you breathe out, and it opens up like this. And the air will go in that center point that you want to focus on. So that's a nice thing to do if you just do that, you know, before bedtime. Try it. And would love to hear if you start having or remembering, because we all have dreams, right? If you start remembering your dreams, I'd love to hear more about that. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. I'll check out the replay. 
uh, for that breathing technique. That I, I've never heard of that one before. Oh, awesome. So, but you do breathing techniques then? Because it, it sounds like you've heard about other ones. Well, I learned about uh, the ones through uh, martial arts and then right. uh, Wim Hof. I learned about Wim Hof years ago. So I, but this is stuff that I, I practice on and off, just like meditation. I'm not consistent with it. Yeah, that's what it's like because meditation is like a sport, really. Um, if you if you know if you if you don't do it, sorry for a little while, you kind of you know lose practice a little bit, and then once you get back into it, it's it's pretty easy though. Like once you've already done it before and you get back into it, it's like it just like sports. You know, you you can easily um, start over again, and and it feels like you never stop doing it. So so yeah, I invite everyone to to try it. You know, even just try it like five minutes because. It is really, it is really powerful, you know, uh, and you can learn how to be like, I was saying also before you got here, um, being in the eye of the storm, you know, all the, you got all these chaotic things happening around you always what's going on in the world right now, right? Everything that's happening is built to create fear and, you know, to just perpetuate this uh, feeling of either lack or fear, or it's like, you don't have to buy into that uh, at all. You can be in your own lotus uh, flower, you know, and, and and feel that peace. And of course, you're going to go out and participate in the world too. It's not just about sitting there the whole time, but but you feel um, you can better deal with these kinds of situations when you're going out and, and talking with other people because they're carrying stuff around, you know, they have their own traumas, their own problems that sometimes we kind of like, you know, when we're merging energy fields with people, we feel that, right? But when you practice things like meditation and you've got this like bubble of like protection around you all the time, it's like, yeah, you kind of feel it, you know, you bump bubbles with other people, but you're more capable of, of, of keeping yourself in your, your center point, you know, and also it's contagious. This kind of energy can be contagious, you know, to other people. When you're in peace, it's like, oh, that, you know, inspires peace in other people. So anyway, that's a little bit off topic, but I think I just thought it was important to say for for the people here today, I was just kind of reading into the energy right now. So, wow. So let me see. Um, uh, what, did you want to say anything else, Ray? Uh, do you want to share anything else? We got like 20 minutes. I did want to bring up uh, someone else, but let me know if you sure. wanted to say anything no, else. Yeah, I, I wanted to mention, uh, I just want to hop up here, show support. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I do believe in dreams that are interesting had many different dream books um wanted to ask you though real quick Go ahead. when i was in your dream what was i doing was i winning the race <laughs> well you guys were actually at like the you know we have the like the, not the eight station what's the one at the end like the recovery zone i guess uh, where you have the bananas and all that stuff i think that's where you guys were at it was like um and it felt like a like a podcast panel like i can't, couldn't really see your guys's faces it was more like i could hear your voices and and it was weird. You know how dreams are so weird. It's like, oh yeah, it was, yeah, it was this just feeling of you being all there. That's that's what it was. And I can really see people's faces. And some of you, I don't even know how you look like. So it's like <laughs> in real life, you know. So yeah. And um, what else did you want to no, ask you anything that's else? It. I will uh, go down the virtual stage. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming up. <laughs> All right. Does anybody want to come up? I'm, I'm going to invite someone else. Let's hear from. Oh, I'm on. Thank you for having me. Yes. Hi. How are you? Happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you. How did you know I was a mom? I'm a mom. <laughs> it's written all over your face. 
You're so funny. Thank you. Yeah, I have. I do have a daughter. She's gonna be arriving um, sometime soon uh, today. Later today, she's with her dad right now. But otherwise, I would show you guys. She's so funny. She's so cute. <laughs> oh, but thank you, Kevin. Have you have you done anything special today? No, I, I've been I've been playing Skyrim and crying. Why? I miss my kid. Oh, where is where is he or is she? Um, her mother is not as nice as you. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And when do you get to see her again? Probably never. How is that? Why so? Um, because the judge awarded uh, my ex full custody. Oh man, that that is really tough. I haven't seen her in over seven years. Wow, that is really tough. I can just imagine. Mm. And so that's how that's what you've been processing lately, right? And it's um it's difficult. But you know, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Uh, where do you, where do you live? Or you don't have to share that, but um, you know, if you want to share that, or what do you do for a living? And um, what are your dreams? Um, and you know, maybe yes. One and of course, I know that one of them is to see your daughter. Which I'm, you know, I'm getting the message for you is that you will, of course, get to see her. You will get to see her. And you know what? She's she's obviously going to want to to see you. So that's what's important. It doesn't matter what the what her mom is going to say, she's going to want to see you. So there's going to be you know, opportunities. There, yeah, where there's a will, there's a way, basically, is what's coming through. Okay. Yeah. So at the custody hearing, the judge awarded full custody to the mother because my daughter insisted that she didn't want to ever see me again. The same thing that she said on her 11th birthday. Yeah. Things change. Those things change. I, I have the feeling that there's something that's going to happen there. Um, she needs to go through a whole process of, let's say, death, rebirth, and and really knowing who she is. She doesn't. She's very. She's. It seems like maybe she she's very confused right now. So, you know, when these things happen, um, it is a big challenge, and it's and it, it's for you. I can just imagine. I can just imagine how difficult this is, but um, but I, I have the feeling, I mean, and you have no reason. I mean, there's no reason for her to to feel this way towards you, really. It, I mean, logically, right? You haven't done it. But as far as I'm aware, no, I, yeah. I don't beat my child. You know, I don't scream at her, and I don't tell her she's dirt. I used to tell her every single night before she went to sleep. You know, I'd kiss her on the forehead and tell her, you know, that she could do anything. Hmm. No. Yeah. So uh, from what I'm getting is that, uh, so this is probably coming from her mom, right? She's probably maybe have, has put maybe certain ideas in her head or something like that. Oh, her mother is cruel. Hmm. Yeah. That's so why that's, I'm no longer with her. Sorry? That's why I'm no longer with her. She's very cruel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, she has her own thing to go through as well. Um I bet she's been through a lot herself, and that's why she's this way. Uh, you know, there's always trauma behind all that, the type of behavior, which is, you know, not to excuse the, the behavior because that's totally inappropriate, you know, everything she's doing. But, um, but yeah, like I said, um, your daughter's still super young. She's 11, you said? Or no? Like no, she turns, she turns 16 this year. 16. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's – I remember when I was that age. 
yeah, I had a, I still have a difficult relationship with my parents, but at that age, it was even the worst. It was the worst. Um, but we have to go through this process of really understanding, you know, and, um, and connecting with ourselves and knowing that, that nobody can influence, nobody should be influencing us how we see the world and how we see other people. It, it should, it should always come from, you know, the information is all internal. It's all there always. So she's going to have to be real with you. I'm going to be real with you. All right. Yeah. Cause I've been real so far. Yeah. Go ahead. What, who do you think this, one of the smartest people on the planet is right now? Like if you're just off the top of your head, who do you think one of the smartest people on the planet is right now? Oh my gosh. That's a really hard question because I honestly, I, I don't really like looking outside of myself for information much unless I feel like uh, I need to know something and I ask myself first and foremost, <clears throat> then something will come to me in the form of a book or I don't have anybody that what I, I mean is what I mean is like generally speaking, right? There's, there's people like Alexander Graham Bell, Einstein, oh, Tesla, yeah, if it could be someone who died, I, I would, I would say yeah, Nikola Tesla, um, Carl Jung is another one I really admire. Uh, Nikola Tesla. Let's go with him. Okay. So, so if you had an opportunity to meet somebody that was an intellectual outlier like him today, like let's say that person is on the stage right now and you're speaking to them, what, what would you, what would you suggest to them? What would I say to Nikola Tesla, for example? Yeah. Oh, I would ask a lot of questions. <laughs> and I would probably ask him to talk about his dreams because he had a lot of all the intel that he got pretty much was from the from dreams he had, like how he came up with his technologies. He dreamt them a lot of the times or he would have visions and stuff. And um, so that's why I know it's the dreams are so valuable because that's how it works. Methods. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's really remarkable. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I remember thinking that things are so terrible that I just want to leave. And I want to leave so bad that I worked out technology mm. and I figured out a way so that anybody could leave. Like, you know, faster than light travel, like you being able to get in a spaceship and leave and not have to come back. Mm -hmm. Travel anywhere in the universe you want to go. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yep. Yeah, I've had the same feeling. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's, not, it's not easy because sometimes... Uh, even when things are going right, quote unquote, you know, there's for me, there's no um, saying, oh, there's everything is wrong or everything is right. It's always this everything that we have is what we need, really, um, to either learn a lesson or to go through something that will help us grow. Everything is an opportunity for growth. So when I now when I go through these moments of feeling like this, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I do feel this way. It, this, this sucks. But I know that it's not permanent and that this is happening for me to be able to grow. So instead of seeing it, you know, it all depends on the perspective you're using to see things. If you're seeing it from a perspective of like, oh, this is horrible, um, then yes, you'll, you're just going to be perpetuating those feelings and you're going to be bringing more of that into your reality. But if you see it as, okay, this is an opportunity for me to grow, what can I learn from this and what is what is the universe uh giving me the opportunity to do instead of saying what is the universe making me do or uh, you know it's like i have to do this no it's like i get to do this so yeah it's um i but i you know it, again it's it's difficult but um i don't know if you wanted to to say anything about no, that I mean, from his perspective like let's look at it from tesla's perspective you know he you know, now a lot of people don't know this about him 
but he went to really fabulous parties. He was a very well-dressed guy. In fact, a lot of the time when he ran out of money, it wasn't because he ran out of money on the materials for some of his really crazy and, and amazing experiments. It was because he spent a lot of money on his wardrobe. The guy had like suits and gloves. He threw away gloves all the time. Um, it was a thing. He was a, he was a germaphobe. Um, but, but it was because he knew about the world. You know? Yeah, he was a super germaphobe. And he was he was one of those inattentive people. Like he had to take a certain number of steps as he walked around the block. He oh counted. yeah, OCD completely. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I had, so, I had really interesting guy. Doing that, I had moments where I was doing that. But kind from of his stuff. perspective, right? He didn't have social media like we do. He didn't have Fireside. He didn't have you know Clubhouse. And so that was one of the contributing factors that led to these unusual social behaviors. Because when left alone to their own devices, we start looking like we're not human anymore. We don't look like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with Tesla. They, you start adopting these habits and behaviors that are nothing like anybody else for mm-hmm. very obvious reasons at this point in the conversation. So from his perspective, it must have seemed very bleak because he had these really big dreams and these really big ideas and he's like, nobody is listening. And then by the time the Titanic sunk and all of his major investors all died, uh-huh. you know, it was really bleak because then he was like, okay, people are obviously working against me because they went after his buddy, George Westinghouse. And they basically said, we're going to bankrupt you if you don't stop using Tesla's patents. And Westinghouse was like, screw you. And Tesla, he tore up his patent papers, right? The contract that he had for Mr. Westinghouse. And he said, there's no way they're not going to put you underwater. I just won't take any of your money anymore. And he stopped. Like it, and it changed the world. Like it was beyond his lifetime is what it came down to. But today's age, right? We have children that were born in the eighties that can quite possibly because of social media and the internet and world connection could literally change the world in 10, 15 years or less. True. That is so true. Yeah. Very different. Oh. Yeah. So I want to just ask you why, why that question? It was a very good question, but, um, what sparked you to, to ask that about, uh, what was the person that I would, that I found the smartest? <laughs> do you have, who do you find the smartest? Um, there are some really amazing people that I think a lot of, a lot of people don't know about. Um, you, you should look at the Martians. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I know it's a weird name, but they were these, this group of like 14, 15 people that oh, came out of Göttingen, which is a, a prestigious, um, prodigious genius producing school in, in Germany, Austria. Mm-hmm. And they came to the United States around the time of World War II and they changed the world forever. Uh, one of them, known as the chief of the Martians, was none other than uh, John von Neumann, who is the inventor of computers, computer language, um, optical mathematics. Uh, ergodic theory, set theory. I mean, the, the guy is like, when you read his Wikipedia page, you're like, wait a minute, this guy existed? There's no way. And he only lived 53 years. Most, most folks don't have any clue who these people are. Right. Um, I haven't heard of, of them, actually. I, I'll have to check it out. Thank you for bringing that up. And, yeah. um, and we're running a little bit uh, we're running a little bit short on time here. I want to speak to Dyer real quick, but uh, I want to thank you for coming up, Kevin. And I really do think things are going to change for you. So to just keep that faith, really. That's what I, that's my message for you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, it was really nice talking to you. I'll see you again soon, and I'm I'm gonna bring. Uh, oh, Dayo is already here, so I'm gonna hear from Dayo now. Is that cool with you, Kevin? Sure, sure.
Okay. And let me know if you have any anything else you wanted to add before before I move on to to Dio. Though I wanna I wanna make sure you say everything you wanted to to say today. So go ahead. Let me know if there's anything else. Oh, you're good. <laughs> okay, Dio, do you wanna unmute yourself real quick? Hello. Can Hello. you meet me? Ça va, bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. Est-ce que vous m'entendez bien? Oui. So ah, okay, super. Because he's actually he's actually in Paris, and uh, and we we haven't met up. Like, it's been a while that we know each other. We have we've only known each other online. <laughs> we shall meet soon. Everything in perfect timing. I know. I know. I'm yeah. I'm patiently, just like you know, I I, I see that you know things are, are, are shifting a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of shifting going on in the field. Yes. And it's... I want to say hi to Deborah. Sorry, hi Deborah. Go ahead, Dio. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be on here because I really enjoy listening to you when I listen to your podcast, awesome. which I listen to quite often. So for me, it's uh, it's a it's a pleasure. I I'm not gonna lie; I wasn't able to follow the whole podcast today, step by step. That's okay. There were lots of distractions, and then I had someone come in. So, but definitely, I saw the signal that you wanted to talk to me. So um, that's why I um, I came back real quick online so that you would know that I was present. Oh. Of course, maybe def definitely there will be like a replay, so I will be able to listen hopefully. But when I saw, when I had seen it during the week that there was this new app and you had this new. Um, podcasts going on and, and it was interactive and all that. I said to myself, oh, I need to be part of that because I love spaces where people can express themselves without any restrictions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Especially with the, these topics, right? It's like there's so much to share and and uh, interactions like this are, are very enriching, I, I find. So, so what what would you like for me to express today? Well, I wanted to know if you've had any crazy dreams or just mm -hmm. if not, then in general, what are your dreams? What are you dreaming about doing in this reality? Hmm. Okay. I find it weird, but I'm going to tell you this. I rarely dream. You rarely remember your dreams because we all dream. Maybe, maybe, you know, when he went for me. When I, that's why I find it fascinating when I listen to people like you and so many other divine souls that I, that I come across and everybody talks about dreams and everything. It, it, quite a few people have told me, oh, you don't remember your dreams, but in, I'm such a person that I feel like every other day when, even when I'm not sleeping, that I am dreaming. Right, like yeah, it's like yeah. they're they're interrelated, like we said, right? It's all a big dreamscape as well. Yeah, <laughs> but lately, when I've been studying everything metaphysics, I've been looking it looking at it from the perspective of, but why is it that when I go to bed, like every other person, like oh, I had a dream? Why is it that I don't really like dream? I really don't know why. Or maybe it's just maybe it's just something that I pay less attention to. One thing I know for sure is I feel a lot. Mm. I feel a lot. I can I can catch a glimpse of how something is gonna turn out. Mm -hmm. 
or something or, or, or a likelihood of what is going to happen. And one way or the other, it happens that same way all the time, all the time, all the time. Wow. It's like that all the time. Um, the only time I would remember that I really literally had a dream was before the year 2020, which would be actually the year that I, I consider having my awakening. I believe I was having little awakenings, but I wasn't paying major attention. But the 2021 struck like a, a big slap. It was like a real big slap. And I really didn't know what was going on to the extent that when I found myself being struck, I had to automatically like um put all the all the um pieces of the puzzle together to be like I think something is trying to send you a message for you to catch up on something real quick because I'm very like um nonchalant when it comes to some things sometimes you know I believe that in this life the best way is for you to just be a decent human being and don't bother people and don't don't be mean unnecessarily and every other thing like that but I am not really like um I hate rules, you know. I hate rules. I hate following instructions and stuff like that. So for me, there were so many signs. There were so many. I'm a critical thinker naturally. And there were so many things, but I never really paid attention because I wasn't personally affected by anything. But in the beginning of 2020, I... I, I like you were forced to look at it. It's just like you can't. Understand. I was. I was forced to look at it because it was kind of like it's either now or you're gonna leave. <laughs> I was. I was in between life and death. Wow. Yeah, and I'd never been hospitalized in my life before, mm -hmm. so it was kind of shocking. But the crazy thing was, up until the end of 2019, I was in a constant back and forth with people that were really close to me but we're actually being like energy vampires and just being unnecessarily mean. And I was trying to stand my stand on my sovereign side and just be like, maintain my, maintain my frame. And that was the only time ever since I was like maybe seven or eight that I recall having a dream. And this dream, I didn't see myself as a being. Hmm. There, we were actually like on a battlefield and there were like three wolves that were chasing after me. And it was kind of like an auditorium. Okay. It was kind of like an auditorium. And we were, we were like in the middle and it was like, we were doing the play and, 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 and an audience was watching and I was attacked I didn't even realize it was a dream until I felt attacked. The crazy thing is there was so there was so much of chaos going on and you can literally hear the the um to say con les animaux quand ils courent. When the animals are, are like racing. Like a stampede, like a stampede of animals. Yeah, like this the feet. You, you could actually hear the the like boom, 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 boom. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could actually hear it. Like it felt like it was really there. And yeah. there was one of these animals that literally like they were they actually what what I got out of it was like it was um something that was conjured up 
to take me out. Wow. But I wasn't taken out. And I, I, was, I was hit so hard from the dream that when I woke up, I felt the pain in the physical. Wow. Yeah. And what woke me up was there was an applause. <laughs> I'm telling you, there was an applause. And wow. when I woke up, all of a sudden, I knew exactly who the three people were. Wow. It was it's kind of like when they plug you into a, another simulation uh-huh. with, with like, um, what's it called? With other different type of avatars. Okay. And I had to race and battle against them. But what they didn't know was that I was going to make it out of it. <gasps> and I was hit. And figure toi, imagine you that the moment I woke up, I'm always on a hundred and twenty energy wise. The moment I woke up, I fell incredibly ill. Mm, wow! I, I fell incredibly ill. Everything was going kind of messy. I went to the hospital. It was different kind of diagnosis. I didn't know what was going on around me anymore. Did they didn't tell you what it was. They didn't say it was. It was they okay. were they were giving me all different types of results. The next thing, I was coughing profusely, nonstop. I had cameras in my lungs and everything. It was all crazy. Wow. It was all crazy. I stepped out of the... Finally, when I stepped out of the hospital on several prescription drugs, the whole COVID-19 thing was going on all around the world. So I didn't even know what it was all about. All I just know was like, it's like I got transported from a particular reality into a whole new one and the next thing i just found myself studying a lot of esoteric stuff studying tarot doing this doing that doing things that i i threw religion immediately down the drain so many things just changed overnight overnight just like that wow overnight and it's weird because the entourage i had before they knew a lot of metaphysical stuff mm-hmm. But they didn't want to tell me anything, and I don't know why. And then after that, you stopped having or uh, remembering, sorry, your dreams, right? And after that, I didn't have any other dream again. The first time I had a dream that I could really, like, really remember was when I was around eight. And up until then, I didn't have this dream that was kind of like a very significant one. Right. So it was a big, yeah, it was definitely, for me, what's coming to mind is you were definitely in this, um, this was a, an interdimensional travel. It wasn't just a regular mm. dream because, you know, what I, I always uh, like to specify, there are just regular dreams that are just uh, take place in the astral realm. Mm-hmm. Dreams to help us process emotions uh, that give us information about relationships or problems that we can solve. And mm-hmm. those are regular dreams. But then we have these things that happen just like that. Mm-hmm. And just literally you're in another dimension so yeah. i had this kind of stuff happen and i do feel like there's an interception going on for you in terms of your dream space because they don't want you to get that information i feel like you have I wonder stuff. that you are very right because um one thing i notice is this everywhere i go a lot of mystical people follow me all around <laughs> everywhere i go you have no idea like on my friends list on almost every app i don't 
necessarily add people up. When I met you, the reason how, when I met, how I met you was I met you through a peaceful human ad- advancement, yeah. and that's because he's you know it was it was kind of that automatic right after the hospital thing. I just found those pages like that. That's- I'm telling you, just pages like that. And it was kind of, it was kind of like I was just screenshotting anything I saw and everything because it was kind of like I got picked up from a particular paradigm and got thrown into another. That is so funny. I remember how we met. You were in a in a live that he was doing, and yes, and I really, really, really appreciate that guy because he's taught me so much. He's mm-hmm. taught me so much, and what happened was I was trying to. I was trying to because I have so much um I have so much confidence trust in his teachings mm-hmm. so I wanted to share a particular teaching that I was that I was receiving with him for him to give me his perspective what he thinks about it so when I gave it to him he was like I don't know what the hell you're talking about <laughs> but you know so for me I was just like okay sometimes you need to, you need to, um, sometimes you need to get your own enlightenment first. Then you start now creating your own path because yeah. at first we, you know, when you're like talking about the dreams and everything now, for me, it's like, I know that imagination is creation. Yes. And since I was a kid, I could just sit down and pin together however I want something to um, appear. Now, in the physical, it might not give exactly that, but I always maintain in my head the picture, the initial picture that I had, because I know now for certain that whatever is happening in the, whatever is happening in the physical has nothing to do with the real deal of what is happening in the metaphysical. That is, before I came onto your page today, it has already been happening this meeting has had already been happening on different layers of the astral and different dimensions before this is the physical tangible context of it right it's just you like, know? yeah so i do want to explain uh, this concept uh Dio, to people listening because some some people might be new to this what's oh. really happening is that the uh, the future is vibrating at a higher frequency so it's like things are like it's like you're, it's pulling it's being pulled down into the present and yeah so so um when we when we see it it's it's already there like you said it's, when you're imagining something it's your the thought form it's already existing somewhere and those particles can solidify you know we're perceiving them as solid here um, yes. they're on in this dimension but they're like yeah they're coming down it's like scrolling you know it's all constant expansion and contraction and it's all happening at once so it's like so it's really cool like sometimes you get these moments of deja vu you know stuff like yeah. that but before I didn't know that, you know, because before I, you know, I might have a thought that came to my mind or I might foresee something. And when you don't really understand that you're the only one here before, I never knew I was the only one here. Like yeah. for now, I understand a lot of things like right. oh, I'm really the only one here. So the thing is, when you don't know that you're the only one here, you run to your next door neighbor or like, you know. And then you explain, like, what do you think? And definitely what they're going to do is gaslight you and tell you, oh, stop overthinking. You're talking <laughs> trash. What do you think you got that from? Of which, 
of which that just makes you toss everything in the bin like oh yeah maybe i'm just being too extra <laughs> well you know it depends like i found that you know relationships can definitely be very very valuable but definitely keep always keep in mind that it all starts with you and it ends with you so no matter what other people are doing or what, how they're reacting to what you're doing doesn't mm. matter because what's important is that you feel good with what you're doing right yeah it so, takes time and it takes practice yeah. I, I i kind of feel cheated sometimes i i don't really know why I keep saying to myself, I don't know why the universe hasn't given me the gift of clairvoyance yet. And then, you know, then I would study something that lets me know, like, you're already clairvoyant. It's just a, it's just a level of vibration. Because, you know, it's like, what do you want to see? I don't want to necessarily, I don't necessarily want to be like the person that is like, Oh, I can read your future for you. I can tell you this. You know, it's so much of that. And that was why I was telling you, like, I had a lot of people that were into metaphysics around me, but I never took it seriously. Like, I could be out and they would tell me stuff like, it, it got to a point. That was why I was able to put the two and two together real quick while I was in the hospital. That it, was a, it was an awakening because I would be in parties and I would hear people whispering behind my back, He's so powerful, but he doesn't even know who, who he is. Oh my and in my mind, I'm like, what are they talking about? <laughs> so for me, I was saying to myself, oh, there must be something that these people don't want me to know. <laughs> that they are hiding from me. And then a few kind of like priestesses and priests from the African region, they come up to me and they tell me, you need to be careful about this. You need to be careful about that. But whatever they're saying, or even when I'm just walking down the street and I come across a yogi and he tells me, oh, this, this, that, 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 I kind of know what he's talking about. And even if he's trying to tell me I need to be careful of this person or that person, I always just always looked at everyone that wasn't vibrating on the frequency of love as being silly <laughs> but I didn't know that life was, I didn't even know that the whole existence was a whole complete joke. Well, you know, you, and I know what you're saying. It, it, I feel your emotion, your emotions right now. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in your life right now. Yes, a lot. Overwhelmed. You feel overwhelmed, but you know what? I'd love to to talk more about you on this, and and I'm gonna have to uh, end the show here in a bit because we're running a little bit. Aww. Yeah, I did start a little bit later, so I, I and I wanted to hear more about what you were saying, but uh, but I just wanted to you know make sure that um, uh, we wrap it up you know nicely and uh, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity to express uh, myself on here. It's not it's not the easiest thing, and sometimes the things that we want to express don't necessarily make accurate sense because it's from, um, I don't know how to say it to you. It's, it's bits and pieces of different things, you know, that happened across months and accumulation of several years. And, you know, just explaining it to you now, it's not like sometimes I don't wake up in the morning and I had like maybe a little dream and stuff like that, but it never was something that was significant to the point that I considered it like, oh, I had a dream. But what I was telling you about, it shook me to the core. 
And immediately there were manifestations of, you know, so many things that followed to the point that it kind of made me wonder. It, it, it literally took me down the rabbit roll, uh, the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. literally, you know, compared to me maybe just having like uh, a little dream about uh, I was, I was going to have a nice time on holiday and I ended up having, <laughs> you know, it was yes. life changing. So thank you for, I, I would say thank you for understanding that because I am pretty sure you understood a lot of things that I didn't say. I know you understood a lot of things that I didn't say, or maybe I didn't even have the accurate vocabulary to to express myself correctly. I know myself a first time being I didn't even expect you were going to tell me to speak. So oh, I was a bit so I was a bit nervous and everything. But thank you so much for the opportunity. Of course, I thank you so much for accepting the 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 what's it call it the invitation huh yeah so and i would definitely look forward to talking to you again we will talk with all pleasure with all pleasure and thank you for your beautiful podcast the one that is on is on spotify you know because of people like you that talk about the things that are going on it makes us know that we that we are just into our awakenings and you know, and we're trying to pin two and two together. Even sometimes we read some books and everything, but because of explicative podcasts such as this and some of the lives that we bump into like yours and that of Chris, Mm -hmm. it gives you the understanding that, oh, you're not going crazy. Okay, you know what you're talking about. Okay, you understand it now. And sometimes to watch again and to listen again, it really liberates the mental. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I really felt welcome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I do want to like uh, say about the this whole like what I said, the word interception, right? I do feel like uh, a lot of us have been in a certain way intercepted or our dreams have been maybe um, blocked or that's why we don't remember them is because there's so much valuable information in them. And so that's why I think dream work is super important. And that is something that's going to be coming back because, you know, ancient traditions, uh, the Mayans, Egyptians, and even before like pre-ancient times, people used to do this kind of work in order to get information or sometimes uh, like predict the future, like kind of what, what happens with you. Like you kind of feel when something is happening but you can, you can also get that information through dreams. And um, the more you do this kind of work, the, the more clear the messages are and, or you can easily interpret them uh, versus when it's just so like, ah, oh, it's like, a, you know, a mixture of like whatever, like message that you don't really get because, mm-hmm. because you haven't really understood the language of your dreams. Uh, and then understanding also that we are capable of having interdimensional experiences like the one you just explained to us, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. crazy. Which it's like, yeah, you're literally popped, you're popping into other, other timelines, other realities, which then also merge with this reality, this mm-hmm. reality. So I, I just think it's just crazy. Um, very very crazy very crazy and very crazy and now that you said it the way that you put it down it makes sense because while i was hospitalized a lot of things happened and they gave several diagnoses and one day i one day i woke up and then and they came to me and they were like oh we're gonna let you go home now something happened we have no explanation for it that was their words they were like 
littéralement, I'm sorry for speaking in French, but, mais littéralement, les médecins ont dit, on n'a jamais vu ça. Oh, we've never seen was, something like was, that. We've like never that. seen anything like this before. That was their words. They were like, we're going to let you go home now because we don't know what happened. On n'a jamais vu ça. On a ja They kept on saying, on n'a jamais vu ça. And instantly, I could feel it in my... Right now, I'm talking to you. I've got goosebumps all over. And, mm -hmm. and literally, I could feel it in my core. Like, I knew that the universe heard my cry. And the universe knew that I wasn't like a wayward child or I wasn't someone that never was, you know, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't someone that was lost, <laughs> but I didn't just know. Yeah. I didn't just know because nobody, you know, sometimes it's like people don't really want you to know because they feel like maybe when you know, I don't know, you know, people, when they're blinded by the ego, they feel like when you know you're going to maybe, I don't know what they feel, maybe you're going to be, but I noticed that, that the universe was like, okay, now it's time. I think it's time for you to, because I, I really felt like I wasn't going to be here anymore. Wow. And I, I, I truly, honestly don't have attachments that much, but I'm the last child of my mom and every other child hasn't really been there for her. Mm -hmm. So I kind of felt like she deserves to be at least, like I tell her all the time, mom, if you leave today, I will be gone tomorrow because there's absolutely nothing for me here. I've seen it all. I've seen it. I'm not impressed by anything. So it, for me, it, it wasn't really about that. So I think what the universe really did was, oh, it doesn't just understand how it works. Let me show him the road. Mm -hmm. And now that, I've, now that I've understood the path, what really excites me is for me to know more, 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 and more. Like, and I know that the more you know, you know, you know nothing. But You're right, that's what I was gonna say. It's like it's a, it's a never-ending story. There's always yeah. knowledge, and there's new knowledge coming yeah. in always, like perpetually. So yeah, and even talking about it like this with you, it will be a topic for another time. But I remember that I I I had another significant dream right after that where there was this kind of um, light, light, um, light being that showed up to me and told me, go downstairs and bring me some sand. I was upstairs and the light being told me, can you do me a favor? I was like, what? It was like, I need you to really slow down. Now go downstairs and bring me some sand. And I went downstairs real quick. I, I sped. I, I don't think I had run that fast in my life before. I went downstairs. I, I scooped up some sand. And by the time I came back, because this light being appeared as a dense being, like in don't look call you man in, in a human body. And then I ran downstairs. By the time I ran back upstairs on the stairs, I brought the sand. And when I poured the sand by the feet, it became all a complete light beam that was disappeared away. Yeah. And, and the message was slow down. Everything is, everything is in divine, um, in divine order. That was, those uh, were the words. I love that message. Thank you. Yes. yes. Because that's exactly what I've been getting. And the last couple of weeks, it's been the same thing. It's like, stop trying to fast track yourself. You're already going fast enough and whatever, <laughs> It hasn't happened, doesn't need to happen yet. 
Yes. I know I feel kind of complex sometimes because I naturally don't have a complex when it comes to my quotidian life. But when I'm online and I see all of my mates that are far advanced in the information world, Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like, what were you doing all your life? Like, I kind of feel like I was, I, and, and, and that's also because at first I was registered in a school, um, like in a mystery school on online, mm-hmm. on Zoom. So we would study like esoteric books and stuff like that. And there was a lot of, um, the Americans were giving me a lot of shade because I was, Parisian and fashion. So it was kind of like, oh, so you have nothing else in your brain. That's all. So whenever I see people, that's why I enjoy Chris's class when he's talking about D12 avatars, when he's talking about like, you know, the, um, the ETs, when he's talking about different kind of high, high end, um, you know, divine magic and not just joint sigils and then, do you know all the basic other stuff so when i'm online and i'm listening to people talking about i had this download and blah 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 in my head i'm like wait a minute so what do i have to do i don't eat meat anymore i'm doing the no fap i'm doing this i'm doing that but why am i not getting it why am i you know and then sometimes i'd be walking on the road and then i evaluate all of the things that I never knew like 10 years ago. And I'm like, do you know where you're at? Because now I see that difference when I'm talking with my sister and my elder brother and they think I'm completely nuts. When I'm telling them stuff, they're like, what are you saying? What is this crazy religion you're into now? And I'm like, it's not a religion, you know? So anyways, it's getting longer and longer and longer. You know, I wanted to, you know, give you the opportunity to express yourself because I think this is super important. And I know, yeah, I went a little bit over time, but uh, that's okay. I I think, you know, it's important to let people say what they have to say in the moment. And as long as I can be here, I do have to go, though, because my daughter's arriving pretty soon. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, on on that note, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers listening as well. Mother's Day to you too. Merci. <laughs> and uh, I know this is a day that's celebrated in different days uh, of the of the month, but it's also you know every day should be Mother's Day. It's like I don't really I'm not really into holidays much, but I know people appreciate it when you acknowledge you know. So I, that's why I'm doing it now. <laughs> yes, and for me, it's like Mother's Day has become is become way too important now to me more than ever i've always loved mothers i feel like i came in in the wrong sex but it doesn't matter but like now when you understand the whole reason behind us being here and you understand the matrix and you understand the patriarchy and the matriarchy and everything wow it's a whole different respect for women mm. Because without the women, there's nothing at all. <laughs> not even no, like. But it does not, take also the male, and yeah, I mean that's a that's a whole other topic, Dayo. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah. But without the women, there's nothing. So respect to all women, the ones that bore children and didn't bear, 
all women. Today is all Mother's Day. They are all <laughs> our mothers. Oh, thank you again, Dayo. And I want to thank everybody here. I know Hazel just arrived a little bit ago. Hazel, we're gonna we're gonna end the show here. Um, but I hope to see you guys again next week. We'll do it again. Yep, have sure. a moment to share, and you guys can share more stories. I'd be really happy to hear from from more of you and from Dayo again if you have more to share, of course. So. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, keep keep um, you know doing what you're doing. It's 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 great. You know, keep following that in inner GPS, like I like to call it, guys. And you know, Dayo, we have to speak more about all this, but um, but yes, keep following that internal GPS as to what feels right for you. If if it doesn't bring you joy, don't yeah. do it. That's it. That's all you have to worry about. It's a uh, people, right? It's like you're in groups, you're in doing this and that. Okay, but does that bring you joy? Does it feel weird? Anything, a message you get from a person. And you're like, oh, this was my friend, but now I'm just like, I don't feel it anymore. Just, you know, be honest. You got really, yes. really real. Like the message that really clear right now for everybody listening is we've got to get really real here with who we are. With First of all, clear with ourselves. Like, what do we want? And then we've got to behave accordingly and know that we deserve the best. But we also have to, you know, express ourselves and, and um, talk to people honestly and communicate and all so that we actually align with what is the best because we do deserve the best, but we've got to really act uh, accordingly, like I said. So that is the message I want to end the, the podcast with. Um, yeah, thank you guys again. Um, yeah, so we're going to end it now, but uh, I see, um, yeah, the, thank you, Hazel. Thank you for the clap. Thank you, Deborah. I want to hear from you next time, Deborah. <laughs> well, thank you guys. I'm sending you so much love. I'll see you again very soon. Thank you. Bye bye. 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 <laughs>